Faith. You gotta have it. That's what he said. Who's he? George Michael. George Michael. George Michael of Wham. Wham. Wham fame. Now, Father Dom. Yeah. You know the song. Is this another Justice League question? No. <laughs> leaving comics in the dust. Okay. And we're moving now to 80s pop trivia. Okay. Um, Lay it on me. So, you know the song. Faith. I do. Even though I was born in the 80s, but... Well... Comically bad band. Do you know? Who? The covered face. Yeah. Their lead singer is named Fred Durst. Well, that doesn't help me. Um, Late 90s. I'm going to say Salt and Peppa. No, that is an R&D group. No, it's a ladies. No. Uh, Uh, TLC. You are just going through the list of... of I'm trying to think of the most ridiculous bands. I have no idea. Limp Bizkit. No way, Limp really? Bizkit? Oh, yeah, it was like this hardcore... Were they a ska band? Or? No, no, they were like hardcore... Okay, uh, I remember I had a like a punk phase when I was yeah. a youth. Yeah, um, I'm I still remember. in my punk phase. I still like punk <laughs> Yes, rock. you are. Yeah. Because what's the, the festival you and your Rye, wife go Rye to? Rye Fest. yeah. Yeah, don't judge me, dear listener. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I love Limp Bizkit did a cover of Faith? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really. Oh, you're gonna. Like, Is it good? No. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was like a 17 year old thinking, like, wow, this has got some rocking elements to it. But no. Okay. It's sad. Anyway. All right. Again, Zed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. And now we were done with the cardinal virtues. Moving on to the theological virtues, we get closer to Easter Sunday. Um, and we're starting with the first of the virtues, faith, the gift of faith, Yeah, which is a true gift. And actually that's, I, this, okay. We, we don't plan this at all. We, we a little bit. We plan like it like in the bit. minutes before Val hits record. We well, but we also, we, uh, that, yes. Well, anyway, I'm going pick, off of our non-existent script. We picked the subject though. That's true. We did. And we think about it. Um, faith is a gift. Mm. And as I get older, I really, I see it more and more as a gift that my parents and the Lord gave me. Mm. And I'm super grateful for it because I look at secular people that I not only interact with in our community, but even like friends and family that are totally secularized and don't practice faith at all. And I see how, how they struggle in life. And They'll never admit that that they're struggling. I mean, they they'll admit they're struggling in in different areas of life, like you know they don't make enough money, or they you know work too much, or they don't see their family enough, like those struggles. But they won't actually admit to the un, the overall unhappiness that mm. that they have. They certainly won't admit that maybe going to church will help that. But I just see them struggling, and I know how wonderful my life is um and it's all because of my my faith and and when i see parishioners like we we have one family now that uh that's struggling with a cancer diagnosis and 
a lot of chemo and they have children and it's it's rough on them but the way they approach that whole thing so different from other families that I know that get struck with cancer and they there's a lot more chaos with secular families that get struck with this disease than this family that that we know here in our parish I mean faith is just such a beautiful gift that parents first are charged to give to their children. But even people who find faith through the the pure gift that it is also from God, um, if they didn't have parents that gave them that gift, I mean, what a beautiful thing faith is. And it's not a crutch, and that's what cynics will listen to everything I just said and then reduce religion and faith down to a crutch to make life more bearable. And that's, it's not a crutch, it is a doorway into a much better worldview, knowing that everything that happens is for a reason, and that reason is to bring us into union with God, who is Trinity and love, so that we can one day be with him for eternity in heaven. Preach! You should be That's a preacher. I I should, you know, I've been told that. Not <laughs> a politician, but I'm too honest to be a politician. Well, it's funny you bring up honesty, because, right, like, faith is that doorway, like you said, but it's faith is that gift that enables us to see reality as it truly is. Amen. Right? There's truth that we miss. There's truth, that we, and we all know it. We all know that there are things that exist beyond the purely physical. We, we've talked about this before. We understand love. We understand justice. We understand truth. We understand these things. You can't measure. You can't take a mm. chemical test to prove these things, and yet we get them because... There are things higher than the physical. And it's hard to see it sometimes, though. It's really hard to see it. Yes. But it's real. And it's true. It's there. And when you are basking in a true worldview, you can see everything clear. That's why we call Jesus the light of the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're fumbling around in darkness without that light that's showing us the path to a greater understanding of truth, a greater peace because you know you're on the road to truth. You know you're on the way to love. It's a, it is gift, and it is a gift that gives so much to us. It, it really so, – so pray for faith and pray for the people that, that struggle with faith. But, you know, on, on Good Friday – so Good Friday is coming up soon. Yeah. Um, if, I hope you can attend the Good Friday um, service that we have at 3 o'clock. Not a mass. Um, come. It's not a mass service. And part of that service are the, uh, universe, the universal prayer, the intentions. And what's unique about Good Friday compared to any other day is those intentions. We normally have it every Mass. We say, you know, we, for, for you know, the sick, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. So the, yeah, on Good Friday, the entire world, the entire Catholic world prays the same ten uh, intentions. Um, and they're in the, the Roman Missal. And one of them are for people who don't have faith. Um, so at least one day a year, the entire Catholic world prays for people who, die, and I actually think it's worded for those who don't know God. Um, so we pray for them so that they will receive the gift of faith that God is freely giving them every day. Because God's grace is always coming at us, even when we're, we're not looking for it and not, don't, for those who don't want it. God has always given us his grace. He's always chasing after us. He always desires us. We just have to accept that gift, open our hearts just enough um, so that we can 
accept it and use it to make our life better. God gives you this gift, but we got to cooperate with it. We got to freely choose to cooperate with the gift of faith. And sometimes we cast it aside, right? And that's that yeah. beauty of confession. Yeah. To, because when we are living in faith and when we have this, this life of God living in us, we are truly members of the church. And it's with, with it, when we separate ourselves from that, faith diminishes mm-hmm. and it dies on the vine and it's, it's taken away from the vine. And so it dies. So, uh, you got to cultivate faith. Uh, what are some ways to cultivate? Cause it is a gift, but we've got to receive it. We've got to use our own free will to develop this gift, to learn it, to strengthen it, to make it a virtue, a habit mm-hmm. of, of living well. So what, what do you, what's a way, an easy way to cultivate faith? And maybe the RSV, but um, in the beginning of the book of Exodus, it explains how Joseph died, uh, new pharaohs came in, and everything was so far removed from Joseph. The Hebrews, really, in Egypt, have forgotten about the faith of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's a distant memory. They're enslaved completely, and they were crying out for help. Mm. So they weren't crying out necessarily to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Maybe some of them that still had a memory of that God, um, but the majority of them were just crying out for help because they were enslaved. And then God hears their cry, and then the story of Moses begins. Wow. Um, So prayer, even if you're seeking faith, if, if you can at least start by praying to the one true God... Um, who is Trinity, but even if you're not there yet, to pray to the one true God, desiring the gift of faith, he will give it to you. Uh, And if you believe in the one true God, that he is Trinity, and you're just looking for a deeper faith, then pray asking the Lord to deepen your faith. And that's, that's a great prayer. That's a great prayer for the Catholic that's been coming to daily Mass for the last 20 years, uh, because they still need a deeper faith. It's a great prayer for me. Uh, I often pray for a deeper faith. Um, I mean, to, to pray for an increase in faith, so I, I, I would say start with prayer. Because no matter where you're on on the faith spectrum, um, the, the, to, to start with prayer, that's, that's going to help. The Lord will hear that prayer and he will answer it. Because what father gives his son a, a snake when he asks for a fish? Yeah. You know, I mean. That's awesome. I love the, I love Exodus's image, like when, when the Holy Spirit inspired the writer of Exodus, who we traditionally ascribe to Moses, mm-hmm. he was there, so it makes sense that he would have written it down, yeah. or at least dictated it. When the Holy Spirit was inspired, like what powerful imagery that is for us. Like as we drift from faith, we drift towards a life of enslavement, mm-hmm. right? And it is a return to faith that liberates us to become the people the person individually mm-hmm. and the people in general in, in corporal that we were created to be all these other virtues make sense. Like that's the cool, I guess that we should pause real quick. Cardinal virtues were talked about and discussed by even pagan philosophers. Right? Oh yeah. That's what, these are the virtues that hinge on being a, a decent person, mm-hmm. but God wants us to be They're already more. within our hearts. Yeah, yeah. God wants us to be more than that, that mm-hmm. we can figure out on our own. But this these theological virtues are the virtues that really are all gifts from God, mm-hmm. and they draw us to Him. 
um, in a way that's way more profound than simply being prudent. Mm-hmm. Our, Your pal, Thomas Aquinas. My so I don't, know, I don't always hate on Thomas. But Thomas would call these infused virtues rather than natural virtues. Yeah. And there's, he would also say there's an infused component to the cardinal virtues. There's a natural and an infused. But these three virtues are completely infused because they're totally gifts from God. Right, and that's the whole theological yeah. virtue that theos. So see, I do speak well of Thomas. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we, can, we can get that on. It's on tape. You got that? All right, good, good, good. Always, no matter where you are, always ask God Deepen my faith. And to go with that too, go to, to Jesus down the New Testament um, in um, Caesarea Philippi. Jesus stands and asks the apostles, who do you say that I am? And you know what many may not know about that scene is where Jesus is in Caesarea Philippi. He's standing near, if not directly in front of, near an altar to the god Pan, uh, who was a pagan god that required human sacrifice. Um, There would have been the ruins of other Greek gods. There would have been the newer Roman gods placed there as the Romans had taken over the the Holy Land. And so Jesus is literally standing in in a town full of pagan gods and asking the apostles, who do you say that I am? So it's not only Jesus asking, like, do you understand my identity? But it's also... Who am I with all of these other options of people and things to worship? Where do I fall in this array of gods from the human sacrificers to the the gods of harvest and sunlight and rain? You know, who do you say that I am? And that faith helps us to recognize the true God and to know who he is in relation to me. Yeah, I love that. But you, who do you you say say I am? And that brings us to the outpouring of faith, which is part of it, right? You have to have this as well. It's not a private thing that we hide. It's Mm -hmm. not something that we put a bushel over. Put that lamp on a lampstand. Put it on a lampstand. In fact, Jesus says, right? So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men... I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. That's, that's some strong words coming from Jesus. Yes, it is. He's talking about evangelization. And Amen. if, dear listener, you were at our parish mission this past week, that's um, right. you would have been hopefully energized to become that evangelizer. And in fact, that's kind of the whole point of Ed Talks and everything we're doing. Everything we're doing. Because when we get up there, I want God to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I want mm. Jesus to say that when he's looking at me. I know there's a lot on, on the negative side. <laughs> yeah, and I got going. Got plenty. I, I need something on that positive side of the ledger. <laughs> Luckily, I got Jesus over there. So that's, that's uh, enough. But I need this. So when he says, he's very explicit. Don't deny me. Don't no. deny my father. And that goes beyond if someone asks you, right. oh, do you believe in Jesus? I do. That's not like a checkoff. I, I follow that thing. Yeah. No, you have to go and tell people to share the good news. That's, that's Easter. The, the good news is Easter, that he has risen from the dead. That- we need it. Yeah. It's, it's, going back to the cardinal virtues, it takes a lot of fortitude to be able to stand up there and, and profess this thing. But if it's real, if it's vibrant, if it's there, if it's dwelling within your heart and soul, you're not going to shy away from it. You're not mm-hmm. going to force it on other people all the time. But when the opportunity presents itself, prudence, you see with prudence, here's a moment, 
I've got a crack. Like our, our friend Dave. I was just thinking of him. I was going to bring Dave up. Mad Dog. I, so, uh, one of the guys in our Exodus 90 group, he is like on fire with evangelization. And he, uh, with his job, he visits various businesses. And recently he was sharing the story that he went in this one business and the, the two women own this business. And something caught his eye. Do you well, remember I what? forget what it was. It was just one phrase that they used or something they said. Okay. Clued him in like, hey, I think these ladies have some sort of connection to the faith. And he, and he, and he asked him about it. Yeah. He's like, are, are you Catholic? I think he asked him if they're Catholic or Christian. And, and he started the conversation. And then eventually he, 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 prudence kicked in. And you know, there, was a, you know, they, there was a little resistance he felt. And, and he you know, adjusted the conversation and invited them to come to St. Edward. Yeah. And, uh, and to, to come and experience the risen Jesus here. I mean, that's, he has a, and Dave, if you're listening, Dave, we love you because his faith is deep. It is strong. You are on fire and you're going out with, with great virtue and sharing that faith. And that's, that's what we're all called to do. Right. Sisters and, and brothers. And you said, you said it right. Like faith is a gift from God, but a lot of times God uses us to pass that gift on, like especially parents, right? That's the most obvious. That's parents, the, yeah. religious education, te- like teachers in Catholic schools and things like that. But, but mostly parents. Like if your parents talk the first to your, catechist, talk to your kids, make it normal, bring them to expose them to as many different ways of praying, yeah. expose them to as many different liturgical opportunities, like stations of the cross. We've still got a few more stations of the cross. If you haven't been yet this Lent, put it on your calendar. Fridays at seven o'clock. Come to Stations of the Cross. And there are kids there. there are your kids won't be the only kids there. We have tons of kids that come to Stations. Paul's kids are there. Other kids are there. Like, it's a family. And it's short. It's, it's for everybody. It's great. Go to Stations. Bring your kids to Mass. Bring your kids Definitely to Confession. To like say, okay, guys, hey, we're going to go in the car. Go to Confession. Um, just make it. A you know that they got sins. <laughs> your kids ain't perfect. Oh, I don't care what grandma tells them. But then we, then we model it too. We model yeah. we, They see us going into that confessional first, right? They see us going in first. They say, oh, okay, dad's doing it. It's cool. Mom's doing it. It's cool. Um, share that faith. And then do it with, extend that circle outwards. If you don't have children, you know, extend it to your friends. Yeah. Call that friend who's maybe, you know. Sitting at home. Invite him or her out to eat with you on a Friday and say, yeah, let's see what, what kind of non-meat options do we have? Just casually throw it in like, this is just how we do it. Like, oh, yeah. what? You know? Oh. Go to a good fish and chips place. Right. Our, another, another buddy of ours, Vince, was telling us how he did that with his friend. Yep. He's like, and his friend was like, oh. You still do that? You still, <laughs> you still, do, yeah. you you still, still do that? that? He's like, well, yeah, <laughs> of course. And it opened up a gateway to a beautiful yeah. conversation about faith. So look for these moments prudentially and, and build, ask God to help you deepen your faith and then help Amen. him give, ask him to help you. Find the courage, that fortitude to share it. We are called to be evangelizers, friends. We are called to be evangelizers. Go and evangelize and make disciples. Gotta have faith. George Michael. George Michael. Limp Biscuit. I'm going to go listen to that song now. Martian Man Limp Biscuit. <laughs> well, friends, thanks for listening. This is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. Come back next time. We'll talk about the virtue of Hope. Oh, and one last thing, because we're getting close to Holy Week, last year's podcast walk you through all of the cool liturgical moments of Holy Week. As we get closer, I say go back in yeah. time and check those Good ones call. out. 
We're not going to focus on them this year, but we did a whole episode on each, on Palm Sunday, on Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Good Friday the Easter Vigil. It, like, check it out. It's good stuff. And share it. Share it with others. Bye, everyone.